as we've been saying in our main conversation this morning, and it is a critical conversation to have and even more critical to find solutions to it because 64%, around 64% of black South Africans are languishing in poverty still. Uh, compared to 1% of white South Africans and 6% of Indians and Asians uh, who are experiencing poverty in this country. This finding was made by the South African Human Rights Commission, the commission, of course, attributing the country's racial tension and inequality to these statistics. The commission's senior researcher on equality, Janelle van der Berg, says uh, the Western Cape has previously recognized high widespread inequality. Uh, and... Uh, Let's get some more on this now. We're joined on the line by Commissioner at the South African Human Rights Commission, Andre Gaum. Andre, good to have you on the show. Good morning. Good morning, and uh, thank you for the opportunity. There, there are so many different reasons why black South Africans particularly uh, are, are such sort of caught so heavily under the yoke of poverty. But can, can, is there one sort of heading that we can give it as to the reason why? Well, I think it is, uh, to a very large extent, uh, attributed uh, also to the, the past and the apartheid years. But, the, yeah, the problem is that in terms of socioeconomic status, there is indeed uh, a, a very close relationship between socioeconomic status and uh, race. These two directly intersect. Uh, South Africa remains one of the most unequal countries in the world, according to the World Bank. The richest 20% of people in the country control almost 70% of the resources. Mm. And uh, if we want to have a look at medical aid schemes, for example, according to Stats SA, 16.4% of South Africans are covered by medical aid, by a medical aid scheme, uh, while the World Bank estimates that the private sector is responsible for 51.8% of the total health expenditure, thereby mm. illustrating the inequality in expenditure and service between the rich and poor. As the statistics show that of the approximately 16% of the population covered by private health care, 72.4% of white individuals and 48.9% of Indian Asians were members of a medical aid scheme, whereas only approximately 17.1% of so-called colored people and 9.9% of black Africans enjoy that cover. And we all know about the huge inequalities also as far as basic education is concerned, both in terms of accessing basic education and also in receiving quality basic education. So, uh, yeah, we we still have uh, huge problems in terms of inequality Mm. in the country. And uh, unfortunately, that uh, is still very much related to race. And it is a double-edged sword as well. Because if we look at all the indicators uh, of poverty in South Africa, we can couple that with a government that is trying to to deal with it through policy. If we look at medical aid, for instance, uh, the much-vaunted NHI comes comes into play and there's a policy that perhaps could address that inequality but you're dealing with a government that is not trusted to be able to manage these processes in the meantime this ticking time bomb of inequality persists yes i think in in terms of government policies um, and also legislation that is in place and that is is planned, one cannot find uh, much fault. It is a question of the implementation of where the problem lies uh, and also, uh, you know, uh, specifically as far as implementation is concerned, I think the uh, 
is a lot to be desired in terms of what government is doing. But uh, yes, in terms of our constitution and our Bill of Rights, uh, these socio-economic rights, because um, most of these matters, including health, education, so on, relate to socio-economic rights, mm. are progressively realizable. In the case of basic education, it's actually immediately realizable. Yeah. But uh, the other socio-economic rights progressively realizable. So um, uh, there also the commission comes in where we need to make sure or to... Uh, push government to actually progressively realize these rights and uh, the uh, government needs to take reasonable steps uh, to to realize all these socio-economic rights. Well, what are you guys going to do with uh, the findings in this report? Yes, it was actually part of our second conference yes, on yes. racism uh, uh, and uh, many of these findings are actually Findings that were quoted by us it, uh, in the sense that it's uh, Stats SA, for example, that has made some of these findings as well as the World Bank. But the, yes, uh, obviously, um, uh, we have realized once again, you know, how important our role is in mm. pushing government to realize socioeconomic rights uh, and efforts to re- redistribute uh, wealth and income more equitably must be sustained since economic inequality and horizontal status inequality operate in a very vicious circle. Uh, and only a whole society approach that also came from the conference, that the, only a whole society approach where everyone in society is involved uh, can move us towards a more socially cohesive and united f- future, and a more equal society will ultimately benefit everyone. So sure. uh, that is what we will strive towards. Andre Gaum, thank you so much for your time, uh, Commissioner at uh, the SA Human Rights Commission.